The strongest man in the Bible had to learn the reality of his own weakness and the true source of strength. Today, we learn spiritual truths from the life of Samson. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we journey through the Word of God. There's an old saying that every man is my teacher. The idea behind it is that you learn something from everyone. Some people tell you what to do and some people teach you what not to do. When you come to the scriptures, God by His Holy Spirit chooses certain people to emphasize. And I think when God emphasizes someone, there's great significance in that. It means that the Lord wants us to more carefully examine their lives. And so we're approaching one of those great Bible characters, a man that's only mentioned one time in the New Testament, but he's given four chapters in the Old Testament. We learn from him many things not to do and one thing to do. And by the time we're finished with this study, I hope you'll identify all of those and not only identify them, I hope you'll have applied them to your own personal life. I'm bringing you now to the life of the strong man of the Bible, and that is Samson. It's interesting, but when you say a man's name, typically he's associated with something. For example, when I say Samson, immediately what comes to your mind? Uh, for most people, one of two or three things. They either think uh, he had great hair, uh, they think he was the strongest man that ever lived, or immediately they associate him with Delilah. Isn't it interesting how people are remembered for their greatest successes and their greatest failures? Uh, for example, on one hand, you have his hair and his strength, that's his great success. And on the other hand, you have Delilah, that's his great failure. I'm thinking of a parallel of that in the life of David. If I say David and, immediately people say either David and Goliath or David and Bathsheba. Again, men are remembered for their greatest successes and for their greatest failures. And yet, it's interesting, and I think this is very applicable to all of us, that while men are remembered for certain days, extraordinary days, they're being made every day. It's the ordinary days of life that really make a man. Uh, Samson is remembered for the day where he picks up the gates of the city and walks off with them. He's remembered for the day where he kills a thousand men with the jawbone of a donkey. He's remembered uh, for tying those foxtails together. He's remembered for putting his head in the lap of Delilah and yet I want to emphasize to you that Samson was not just the compilation of those days. He was many ordinary days. He was many decisions put together. People may see what you are in public, but God sees what you are in private. God sees what you are in the personal areas of your life. And so a proper study of the life of Samson does not begin with Delilah. And it doesn't even begin with his great victories. It begins in Judges chapter 13. Let's read just a little bit of the early days of Samson. The Bible says, And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. Isn't that just like sinners again and again doing evil in the sight of the Lord? And before we're too quick to criticize Israel, see this wickedness in your own life. And yet, see God's mercy. Because the end of verse 1 of Judges 13 says, And the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines 40 years. 
Someone's going to say, God's mercy? That sounds like God's judgment. Well, the reason God delivered them into the hand of the Philistines was to wake them up. It was to get their attention. God is forever trying to turn sinners back to Himself. And yet, in the midst of all of this, He always is raising up people to point sinners back to God. That's what the judges were to be. And we could talk about many of the judges, and so many of them were mightily used of God. And yet, we're given more biographical information on the life of this one judge, Samson, than most. It begins in verse 2 of Judges 13. And there was a certain man of Zorah, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah. And his wife was barren, and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman, and said unto her, Behold now, thou art barren, and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive, and bear a son. Now therefore beware, I pray thee. And drink not wine nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son. And no razor shall come on his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. If you come to the end of Judges chapter 13, like bookends on this chapter, you hear the end of this story beginning in verse 24. And the woman bare a son, and called his name Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtal. I must tell you, this sounds like a very promising beginning. So far, so good. There's so much positive in Judges chapter number 13. And so, let's talk briefly about the early days of Samson. You know, the early days of a man's life are very important. They lay a foundation for the rest of life, but not only are they a foundation for the future, in the early days, God is working. Remember, uh, God's gift is the present, and the will of God is now. And so the Lord was working in Samson's life as a very young man. You may be a young person listening to me today. May I say to you, the will of God is not future. The will of God is present. Start right where you are. Uh, Samson had the Spirit of God working and moving on him when he was very young. Samson was being instructed and influenced by godly parents, Manoah and his wife, when he was very young. And so, in the early days, begin to serve the Lord. Uh, the, the great victories of your adulthood, uh, that's being won now. You're making decisions today that are going to affect the rest of your life. And if you're a parent, uh, if you're a Manoah, if you're a father listening to me right now, or you are this godly mother, Manoah's wife, uh, may I suggest that you do exactly what they did? In verse number 8, they go to the Lord and they say, Oh, my Lord, let the man of God which thou didst send come again unto us and teach us what we shall do unto the child that shall be born. Uh, if you're a parent or you're a, a leader of young people, would you pause today and say to God, Lord, teach me what to teach them? The early days matter. Now, the early days are important to God, and the early days should be important to us. And that's why King Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, wrote in Ecclesiastes, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not. It's why Moses, in writing the oldest psalm in the Bible, Psalm 90, prayed this, Oh, satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. If you want all your days to be blessed, then early on enter into an understanding of the mercy of God. 
If you want all of your life to have God's hand on it and God's strength in it, then begin in the early days to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, recently, I celebrated an anniversary in my own life. More than 30 years ago now, the Lord Jesus Christ called me to be a preacher. Oh, that was a, a glorious day, a glorious time in my life. And the night I surrendered my life to God, an old country preacher in the mountains of West Virginia said to me, Son, if you don't start serving God now, you probably never will. And so I want to say to you today, if you're a young person, begin serving the Lord right where you are. And if you're an influencer of young people, encourage your Samson to look to the Lord. Encourage your young person to begin serving God right where they are and make the early days count for Jesus Christ. We'll come back to the rest of the story of Samson the next time. I hope you'll begin reading and studying yourself in Judges chapter 13 and ask the Lord to use it to speak to you at whatever stage in life you happen to be today. May the Lord help us all to get the spiritual truth He has for us from the life of Samson. Samson is a reminder to us all that our strength is in God alone. Thank you for joining us today. Visit scottpauley.org for additional resources and an archive of all of the Enjoying the Journey episodes. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again soon.